Welcome to our Parenting with Purpose podcast hosted by Laura Seibert. We are a group of moms from the Antioch movement that are passionate about our calling from God to raise kids who love Jesus and equip them to fulfill all God has called them to be. We know that parenting is the hardest job on the planet, and our desire is to cast vision and equip our listeners on raising kids in today's culture through both our victories and failures. We desire that our time together will encourage, inspire, and bring you hope. Now here is this week's podcast. All right, so hey listeners, I hope you're doing well, and today we're going to jump in and talk about the topic of protecting your kids um, in their purity. It's great. Um, I would say this is, I'm super passionate about this. First of all, in my own personal journey with God, when I, if you've heard my story, but I had this pretty dramatic encounter with God when I was 19, and the first thing he worked on for me is a passion for purity. Because mm-hmm. I, ha- I had known in Matthew 5, it says, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Yes. And I was like, oh my gosh, I had so much from my past that I had to detox mm-hmm. to be able to, just for me and my journey. Mm-hmm. And um, so I was like, okay, Lord, how can I make a ramp for my kids where they don't have this stuff that they have to deal with? I can't protect everything they can do at all. Mm-hmm. But it is part of our role as a parent to protect our kids as best as we can mm-hmm. um, in their purity. And I would say as my older adult kids have told me, one of the most thankful things they have said to me is thank you for guarding us. Mm-hmm. Because um, though they are not perfect, that they were just so thankful. And one of the big things I want to start off, I'll just share about first and I'll jump, is, is our home. Mm-hmm. You know, our home, um, Isaiah 32, 18 was a scripture I captured really early when our kids were young. And it says, the righteous dwell in peaceful habitations and in sure dwellings and in quiet resting places. And again, we can't control what's going on around them, but we can make home safe. Mm-hmm. And so that was my big deal. It's like, I can make a home a safe place. So when they come in home, our home, they should be able to go, Mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about what I'm going to see on TV. Mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about the music I'm going to listen to. I don't have to worry about what book or magazine I'm going to pick up or see in my home because mm-hmm. home is safe. Mm-hmm. And so for us, that really narrowed. Mm-hmm. I mean, we lived very narrow with joy. It mm-hmm. really wasn't a, um, a legalistic thing for us, but it is with joy. I was like, I want to create my home very safe. And so for Jimmy and I, we definitely... You know, the scripture says all things are lawful, but not all things are profitable. Mm-hmm. All things are lawful, but not all things edify. And we're like, okay, what in our home is going to edify God? Mm-hmm. You know, and so for us, it was, we lived very narrowly in what we watched, what we listened to, what we said, and what we read. And um, I don't know, what about your homes? What I, I just, my more passion is starting there with the home. We're going to probably talk a little bit about phones and different things like that. Yeah. But what, what was home like for you girls, or what have y'all created, or... Yeah, I think for us, we felt the same way, um, especially what our kids were taking in. You uh-huh. know, the pure in heart will see God. And I'm like, I want my kids to see God. Amen. And so we're like, what are we going to do? And so over our TV, for the longest time, we had this verse printed out from Psalm 101. It says, I will set no worthless thing before my eyes. Mm. And so we're like, okay, that was on our TV, like I had it printed out, we taped it, and we just had constant 
discussions with our kids about what we watch, what we read, what we listen to. And so that it wasn't just this rule Mm -hmm. that we created that, oh, we're not allowed to watch this. But we tried to as much as possible tell them the why, Mm -hmm. even if it was a little bit above their processing ability. It's like, Mm -hmm. oh, well, we don't want to stir or awaken love until it's time. Or they are having bad attitudes and not respecting their mom and dad or they're whiny or whatever it was um we tried to have conversations and that went to the books that we read like what kind of from the picture storybooks that they would bring home it's like well let's read this with the holy spirit that Mm -hmm. was a phrase that we always use read this with the holy spirit watch this with the holy spirit listen to this with the holy spirit because he's the one that reminds us of jesus and what jesus taught yes and so that's just kind of how we filtered everything but we also sean and i we had to filter what we watched as well um even when the kids weren't around so Mm -hmm. like one time sean and i some people had told us about this one tv show and so we put the kids you know we just had annie i don't know if we had both two kids at the time or not but um there was this one show so we put the kids to bed and we'd watch this show and then about that time our daughter started having nightmares Mm -hmm. And we're like, we've brought fear yeah. into our home. Um, and so we prayed and we're like, God, is there anything that we're doing that's enabling this? And so we felt like God highlighted that show. And so we haven't watched it since. And she was two and a half years old at Absolutely. the time. Um, and so it's not just what are you filtering for your kids, but what are you oh, also absolutely. filtering yeah. for yourself? Like, I love country music, but I don't listen right. to it a whole lot. Because if you've listened to country music, you know it's yeah. not the most edifying always and so well I think that's what changes it from religion to relationship yes kids smell hypocrisy and so if they know they know and so and even when they see us show self-restraint them knowing I love country music but you know these words aren't very good so that's not good for mommy's heart either yeah Yeah. they respect that and they see the processing of what you're doing we did the exact same thing it was just like and when they see us turn off shows like oh we're looking up the movies not just that they're gonna watch you know plugged Mm -hmm. in Uh is a great way we're not just doing it for what we're allowing them to see we're doing it for what we choose to watch ourselves like oh like we recently my husband and I had to stop watching a tv show that we liked because we're like it's so good but then it just got so heavy in adultery and we're like okay and our kids knew we were watching it and now they know we're not and they they know know why why. exactly you know and so it just helps when it's the home culture, right. that's what protects their purity, mm-hmm. is knowing mom and dad are trying to see God. Yes. yes. And therefore, we want to see God, too. Absolutely. Right. I think the funny thing about commercials, because like in um, football games, we oh. always bleak the commercials, you know. And so our, our kids, their friends, when they got older, were like, you know, we're always hitting the commercials off. Like, oh, it's so hard to watch shows with you guys. And like, well, you, know, you know, commercials yeah. aren't there. Yeah. Not, are not good. So yeah. Those funny things that you do that your kids pick up. So now yeah. my yeah. kids are adults and they we always, wherever they are, they're blinking the commercials out yeah. wherever yeah. they are. Those yeah. little things they pick up because they just want to be walking. They, they pick up our habits. They pick up what we say and yeah. do. Right. Yeah, I would agree with everything y'all are saying. I think what I think is so important is are we model like yeah. you they do just like what you said Laura sniff out hypocrisy so am I walking with a pure heart and guarding what I listen to what I read what I watch um and if I'm not then 
I mean, they're going to know. Absolutely. And so I, what am I bringing into the home? And, and I love what you're saying of creating this home is like a safe haven for them to be able to, and I, I to feel, okay, this is, I mean, obviously we're not going to do it perfect, but this is what purity of like a home looks mm-hmm. like. Because I think partially as, as they get older, which I'm sure you've, y'all have seen because your kids are older, you're training them to recognize, yes. mm-hmm. okay, this isn't like you feel something in your spirit come up when I'm around something that isn't pure. Mm-hmm. And and that's really the what our goal is for them, for yes. them, for us not to, to, I mean, we're at the younger years, we're, show, we're like saying, no, this is not okay. This is not okay. But as they get older, they need to be trained of like, hey, when you sense that, that's the Holy Spirit telling you like, don't watch it. This isn't right. We don't want to go down this path. And so helping them navigate that in like when they, when you see something that they accidentally do see something that they shouldn't like, okay, well, what do you think? Like, what was, why do you think we want to turn that off? Or why do we not want Mm -hmm. to listen? Like what about it is not, um, is not pleasing to the Lord or helping us develop a pure heart before God. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Just awakening their senses yes. to what's going on and not just looking at it because everybody else is doing it or that it's just in front of you. Right, but right. But like, am I awakening my senses to say, is this okay, Jesus? You know, yes. We always say, Jesus, can Jesus sit there with you? Yes. You know? And yes. so yeah. if, if you feel like you'd rather him not be sitting there, I'm not sure you should be sitting there. Right, you know, right. It's just yeah. like, and it was yeah. just, you know, teaching them the presence of the Holy Spirit. I love mm-hmm. what, um, when I think about this, when thinking of purity, I remember our, our friend Kurt, um, he would always say, the Holy Spirit's like a dove, you know? Mm. And so I would think, can the dove sit there? Would he oh, be that's pleased? So and so beautiful. I picture that often. Like, yeah. I don't want to grieve the Holy Spirit. Right. Yeah. And so I would be, can I, could, could the Holy Spirit be in, he is here. Yes. Does he want to be here right now? Yes. You know, and again, that's yes. not legalism, but it's just, it's just this relationship. And I just, and I find it's just worth it that little fix or whatever you were getting from that really isn't Mm -hmm. our hearts just go oh you know and so it's that process of I love it just saying okay we don't need this I want him more right yeah you know and when they see us do that it just produces something in them that wants the same thing I think it's good to also teach confession Mm -hmm. um because our kids are going to mess up because they're human beings and they have us they live in a fallen world and Jesus knows all of our temptations. He knows we're going to sin. And so teaching our kids the value of confession when they do and receiving them the way God receives us when we confess our sin to Him and teaching them the power of repentance, um, I think that's part of protecting their purity as well as teaching them how do you walk in accountability? Who are you confessing your thought life to? Mm. You know, are you guarding your mind? Mm -hmm. Um, Because I'm not in my kids' brains, you know? And then am I a safe person for my kids to confess to? Because when they sin, for all of sin and fall short of the glory of God. Mm -hmm. And so am I the kind of person, am I modeling for them? Man, when you blow it, walk in the light, confess it, because then you find freedom from sin and fellowship. You know, and really that's what we all want is freedom and fellowship, you know. And sometimes, you know, like when we confess that and we put that, teach our kids the power and the beauty of confession and forgiveness, um, those who've been forgiven much love much, Mm -hmm. you know. And so in those places, I think it really helps our kids to protect learn to protect their own purity yeah you know absolutely. like as they and confession and repentance 
is how we protect our own purity. Right. You know, modeling. Yeah, yes. and so you yes. do it. We do yeah. it ourselves. I mean, how many times can we all say? Yes. I'm so sorry. I should not have watched that, and I yeah. just or listened to that, or yeah. or I had bad thoughts about I somebody, bad, and yeah. I have to repent because what I said was not appropriate. I mean, yeah. how many times we said I just something I've said, and I'm like, oh, exactly. That wasn't very nice. I'm yeah. so sorry. Yeah. I, that person, God loves them and values yeah. them. Why did I say that? So. Yeah, it's just important to model all of it, and I think. I would hate for somebody to hear this and think, oh, the expectation is that my kids never sin or have sexual sin. That would never be it. Like, Mm -hmm. the reality is they're going to be tempted. Mm -hmm. And sin is a blink away. And there's no temptation that's not common to man. So we've got to, in the middle of training them for purity, we've got to be modeling that when you do sin, confess your sins to one another, you know, so that you can be healed. I think that all, it's like a package deal of fighting and training to resist sin. But when you do, the beauty of confession and how it restores, yes. and that can be what enables us to find the freedom Absolutely. that we need. Christy, how have you guys handled the phone thing? Because oh, I, I think about purity. You know, I was thinking how... Um, yeah, the devil's Roman. You oh know? yes, and and I think some we can protect all we want, but it's also it's also coming at them. I think yes. you can have all these great even in our home now. Phones are in our home. So yes, we didn't have that as much when my kids were little. So I'm curious. Yeah, how you guys have handled. Yeah, that. so my oldest is 14, boy, uh-huh. um, and so we he just got a phone at the beginning of his eighth grade year and so on the phone he he doesn't have safari or any um he basically uses it to text and look at espn um (laughs) is really what he does and call um and he he, we have not let him have social media or or safari so which is actually uh, sometimes hard because he's like mom i can't look that up because you haven't given me which is fine i'm like it's more inconvenience for us and um, so that's kind of how we have, I don't know, we haven't decided, like, I, I'm curious, Connie, when you, like, when we'll give him Safari or Google, you know, whatever, a search engine where he can, he can't look at YouTube on it. Um, he can play, like, games, like, you know. Uh, Pretty basic things. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's kind of how we have handled it and just, and being really clear, like, this is the reason why. We, we wanted to give him the phone to be able to communicate and connect and like that's the purpose of the phone for you it's not entertainment it's to communicate and connect with your friends um and and with us (laughs) yeah exactly it's like actually kind of nice now I can like reach him in different times but it's not just to entertain and we've just talked so much about images and how it takes one i mean it's just one click that can take you down this path and so it's you know we we did this book um oh gosh i'm gonna off can't remember um the name of it but i'll try to remind remind it i did it with actually all my kids about images it's like good pictures bad pictures have uh-huh. you heard of it yeah it's good pictures bad pictures. yeah either. yeah and so and it we did it a couple years ago just because you know they're looking for something on yeah. the on the internet like for school how or to, research yeah paper. or like how to draw a soccer player right. and then and it was through just doing this book and talking to my kids it actually was super powerful because they're like mommy like I saw something that was 
you know, wasn't good that, you know, because it was kind of gave them language for, mm-hmm. oh, when this picture, this isn't pure, like this picture came up and it was, you know, not, not God honoring. And so there was confession and just like, okay, mm-hmm. this is what I do with mm-hmm. it. So that's kind of how we have talked about it a ton and helped them recognize and limit it for our 14 year old, but I don't know. Yours are like one step ahead, Connie. What I would mean, you say? my son, he's almost 17 and he calls it his dumb smartphone <laughs> um, because he doesn't have Safari. Um, we just this semester are giving him one outlet for social media because now we're like, okay, he's gone in a year and a half and I, I got to start training him in my home of how to navigate this. So he gets one hour a day on this social media thing and he, but he he was okay with this. So because again, we've, through their whole life, we've navigated and we've monitored and we've put limits on things. It wasn't a huge deal. Um, So, we just started that. He can text. He doesn't have access to YouTube on his phone. Um, he doesn't have the internet. And it is so inconvenient because <laughs> yeah. he's always coming to me. We have an Apple. We have iPhones. And so the screen time um, is a great feature mm-hmm. that they have where you can monitor and you can put passcodes in and different things. So, I mean, just recently I tried to text him as scholarship application or something he's like mom I can't open it and I'm like oh yeah I forgot because he can't open things on his phone and so he has to come to me and I put in the passcode um but it's worth it and we're able to talk like the reason we don't give you these things is because sin is a blink away and we we're trying to protect you and he respects that um we have a 14 year old she doesn't have any of those things um we did with my oldest. We gave her um, some social media things too soon. And to her, like she would say um, that she doesn't think, and this is her opinion, so her opinion, but she's like, I wouldn't give anything to anybody before they're 16 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just too much yeah. to navigate before you're 16. She's a freshman in college now. And those are her words. Mm-hmm. Um, so because she's like it's not worth it it's just too close and it's too easy to find and it's too easy to get sucked in to Mm -hmm. it all the comparison Uh um especially for girls but i think even for guys and so that's kind of how we've navigated i think i think it's a um huge this is a world that i didn't have to navigate as much we didn't give our kids phones till they were 16 so same thing but there wasn't the smartphone thing till our youngest was the one that was um, more for group me. He couldn't group me. When you had the old phones, uh, yeah. he didn't get it part of That's how, even talking to youth pastors, hey, we uh, have to be careful how we communicate because we're trying to guard from some of these things. Yes. Yeah. And so we had to work that thing through. But um, I love what you said is just the process. So if you're listening, you're like, wow, I've already way missed this. My eight-year-old has all these accesses to. I think my encouragement would be Will you pray about it and listen to the Lord and see what he's saying to you? But it's a great opportunity for, we call it in our family reset, you know, mm-hmm. where you pull the family together. And you say, hey, guys, 
we're going to pause. We mm-hmm. have to, mom and dad have to do some discussion. We're going to have to figure a few things out, but I think we've just put, not your fault, but we've put too much control into your hands, mm-hmm. you know, and we're feeling like we need to, you can always reset in your family. Yeah. You will have resistance most likely if there's mm-hmm. a thing that this and going, oh my goodness, my 12 year old. I'm assuming if you hadn't had that process with your kids, uh, both of you, awful. it would be really rough. Oh, awful. But sometimes yeah. we, we have a thing, is, is, is it the endless terrible or the terrible end? Oh. And sometimes you have to have a terrible end and yeah. just yes. go, you know what, reset. And yeah. we, ha- we are not guarding y'all well. We yeah. have to figure this out. And I would totally recommend um, these resources that mm-hmm. Connie, I'm not as familiar with, yeah. but the blocks that you have and the mm-hmm. different, I know people, um, we've definitely said, shut the internet down at 10 o'clock at night. Those yeah. are things that we've triggered in our home to yes. put those pieces in place. And, um, I don't know what else y'all did, but maybe you can throw a few of those ideas out. Yeah. I, I feel like it's like a whole world of yeah. like this. So there are several filters. Like there's Q Studio. We don't use any of those. Covenant Eyes. Yes. Um, that can go on a phone and a computer. We um, did that one with our boys. Yeah. So those are things where you get a report at what they look at. There are lots of, there's Bark. Um, that's a media, like a way to monitor and put filters and limits. Um I know iPhone has something built in. TikTok has a family sharing, and you can really put some family blocks on, like blocks restrictions on TikTok. Instagram does not have any filtering options for um, parental options. So I think those are things that you can do. Um, Access Media, um, you can get an email each week called the Culture Translator. I love that. It is so great. It's the best email ever. It really talks about the hot topics that your kids are going through, and it brings an awareness to us as parents to know, and it gives conversation questions you Mm -hmm. can ask. And then plugged in online or common sense media are also some good resources for looking at movies, video games, books, um, from a Christian, like helping you see what is – Focus on the family does plugged in, but it tells you like the content yeah. and all that. We and always so, use that before we went to any movie. Um, we, we I mean, did and it. I just this weekend, my son was going to go see a movie, and then another mom texted me like, "Hey, are you sure about this?" Uh-huh. And so together we looked up the the review, and we're like, "Okay, let's change the plan. Let's say no together." <laughs> you know, exactly. and so yeah. both of us yeah. um, said no, yeah. and our boys were frustrated, but then they got over it. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. because we were able to say, "This is why." Yeah. You know, and they want to be protected. Mm -hmm. They want the boundaries. They might push against them, but But they they long for us to help them to know what's right and wrong because they feel overwhelmed. And this day and age, I feel Mm -hmm. like kids are having to navigate stuff that they are not developmentally Mm -hmm. able to make the decisions that they're faced with. And it, it doesn't matter where they are. They're, they're hitting it at church among their friends. They're hitting yeah. it mm-hmm. at schools. They're hitting it on the sports fields. They're hitting it everywhere. And so they want somebody to filter it for them. Yeah. They yeah. desperately, even if they push against it. No, no. Yeah, they totally want it. Yeah. yeah. And it's worth it. I, I would say like kind of how I started today is having my older kids say, um, they are so thankful, and they were, it was hard, and there was times embarrassing for them yeah. when they were growing up. And but they're so thankful that we one guarded them when they were young, and then trained them mm-hmm. to filter that through with the why. 
mm-hmm. you know, and just now as adults, they are, they have, they're trained now to, not they're perfect either, but they've learned it's okay to walk away from this, it's okay to shut this off, and this is not going to be the best piece for me to engage in or whatever, so I, definitely worth it. Yeah. I, when you're talking about your older children, I think of their appetites. It's like yeah. you've trained mm-hmm. their appetite mm-hmm. for, it's just like what we hear, like healthy food, like actually, yeah. you know, having some real foods is going to nourish us better, and I think that what we're doing when we're young is training their appetites for what's good, true, pure, lovely, um, trustworthy, all of those things. Um, so that when they're older, they will know like this, uh, my appetite is actually trained for the pure so that I walk in it when I'm an adult as well. So that's really great. Anyway, just awesome. We know this topic can be very overwhelming and we, um, definitely will come back to it, but hope that you got some pieces today that can just help you start whether you're a young mom and you're cultivating your home Mm -hmm. um, way to go this is a great if you're listening this you're in a really great place to begin to shape your home and what you want to allow in the home you know and then if you're jumping in the middle and you're like oh wow we just really pray grace over you Mm -hmm. as you reset Mm -hmm. and 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 pause and listen Mm -hmm. to the holy spirit and say how can i um, create in our home and in my kids' life, just protect their purity and to give to give their appetite one towards the Lord and His ways. And so, anyway, um, we're just excited that you're listening to us today. And um, Chris, you want you pray over us? Just yes. pray. This is a big deal. Why don't you pray over us? Yes, Lord, thank you, God. That blessed are the pure in heart, for okay. they shall see you, God. And we want to be people that see you and train our kids in purity and righteousness, God. And so, Lord, I pray that you would give us all grace for ourselves and for our kids, Lord, that we would be full of repentance and confession when we um, fall short. But Lord, train our appetites to love the things of you and your kingdom, the good, pure, beautiful things that you've created, God, and help us um, just navigate this, Lord. Give us so much wisdom in how to navigate it with our children. And um, we do just pray that we would raise up a generation of kids that um, are walk in purity and righteousness all the days of their life. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us this week on Parenting with Purpose. To be notified of every new episode, hit the subscribe button wherever you choose to listen. If you found this episode helpful, please let us know by leaving a review and sharing with a friend. Thank you, and we'll see you on the next episode.